It's July 21st, 2017. I'm Ryan Cortez. This is Full Screen Ahead. Full Screen Ahead is a show about Apple-related technology and how it affects everyday people going forward. If you're new to Anchor, welcome. I hope you start your own station and I can enjoy listening to that. This morning, I wanted to talk about App Store pricing. It's interesting because there's not a good answer. No matter what you do, there will always be somebody that is not happy with the situation. It seems like there has never been a better time for people to purchase software, and there's never been a worse time for people to purchase software. On the one hand, we have this thing called the App Store, a safe place to download software. You know that if you download something from it, it will not harm your phone, except for the fact that it takes up a little storage. Back in the day, you could only get your software purchased through a box in a store. This meant that the people that purchased software would be paying a high price for it because there were very few boxes that they were selling of that software. Nowadays, there are many more people buying software, but it'll be like a dollar rather than 30 or 50 dollars like in the past. It depends on the app, it depends on the situation, but it seems like that more companies are making enough money in this new world where people are paying a dollar and there's many more people buying rather than the old world where there are few people buying at a high price. Just simply the addition of the App Store creates frustration for developers because there's increased competition, which is not a bad thing, but it is stressful on their end because typically the amount of money being brought in will be a relatively small amount, meaning that you'd have to have a smaller team, but the customer base is very large, meaning that you'd have to deal with maybe support or refunds or other kinds of issues that don't necessarily scale to a small team. But you already have increased competition from years past, but then add on to that the idea of venture funding. You have apps like Snapchat, Pocket, possibly Anchor, that are all venture-funded so that they can exist without worrying about making money until later. And typically, they'll be paid for by advertising. So somebody just making software the, quote, normal way would have to compete against things like Pocket that are fully venture-funded, which means that their price is essentially zero. What happens is that the person that made software the old-fashioned way just gets kicked out. That's exactly what happened in the case of Instapaper, which saved articles from websites and stored it in that app. And then Pocket came along and did the exact same thing, but was venture-funded, and it cost nothing for the app, so people used Pocket. Maybe we could say this is the nature of business, we could say this is where the market's going, but if that's the case, we need to have access to have venture funding to more people. We need a Kickstarter for apps. There doesn't seem to be a widely used mechanism that solves that problem. Maybe you'll be the one to solve that problem. Maybe you're listening to this and you'll be excited to look into this issue. Until then, the only advice I have is don't be afraid to pay for software. It's a few bucks. It's less than a Starbucks drink or a soda. And Apple gives you a method of doing a refund if you'd like. Always. You can always refund your app if you do it within a certain window of time frame of purchasing the app. If you go to support.apple.com, it can guide you through that process. 
In this next segment, I just want to encourage some feedback. I do iOS development myself, and I'm wondering what is the best pricing model? What what do everyday people think is the best? So you've got a few different options. You've got a normal model where somebody pays up front. Nowadays, apps are either like a dollar or three dollars, and you'll get that app for an indefinite amount of time. Maybe, I guess maybe about maybe a year or two would be the normal shelf life. During that time, the developer is expected to create minor updates. You know, keep compatibility with the current uh, iOS. Um, any kind of things that the app does that extends out to the web should be kept and working. Any new features that are added are probably going to be added in another release of the app, which means that users would have to pay in a year or two and one bundle a big set of features. So then basically you'd be paying a dollar to three dollars every one to two years, assuming you wanted the latest features. Otherwise, you would keep this app that you purchased once and it may stop working after a year or two or it may look outdated. So that's one model. That's the simple one. <laughs> the next model is subscriptions, which can be similar to the first one, but it's just more explicit. The developer asks for a certain amount, let's say a dollar per year, a dollar per month, and you get to use the app with that subscription. I feel like subscriptions are the best in my opinion, because you can use the app when you need it, and if you don't need it, you stop paying it and you're good to go. The developer can continue to add features over time and doesn't have to hold back features to put into a major release. You don't even really have to think about using an app uh, that you use every day with this. The only downside is that if many apps use a subscription model, then you've got all these different apps with all these different subscriptions. Now I know that's not a huge disadvantage to me, because I know where and how to unsubscribe from the subscriptions inside of the uh, iTunes panel. You can too if you go into settings and iTunes and app stores and then go into the name of your account. It'll have Apple ID and your email address. Just tap that. There's a pop-up that'll pop up there. Just hit view account. Tap subscriptions and you'll see all the subscriptions there and you can adjust them as you wish. It's not the easiest thing, but it is there all in one place. As a developer, it's also nice because Apple will take less of a cut in the subscription if a user stays for over a year. Which is also good for users because the app developer will try to make the app the best possible to keep you for over a year. The last purchasing model is uh, in-app purchases. So every big feature that the app has, you can buy or unlock within an in-app purchase. Sometimes it'll just be one unlock and then it is kind of like a trial at the beginning when you have some basic features in the app and then you pay a little bit and then it will unlock like the true functionality of the app. It's usually like one to three dollars. Which can be pretty similar to the first more traditional way of just paying up front. There can also be apps that have more of a credit-based system. Maybe you can only do a certain amount of uploads in an app 
uh, unless you purchase some credits, like maybe a, a dollar per each upload or something like that. The advantage with in-app purchases is that many people could use the app, many people could use the basic features, they could understand how to use the app, and then if they are ready, then they can purchase to unlock more features in the app if they are using it quite a bit. Those are the three ways you can pay for software on the App Store. The other is you could just have ads in the app. It seems as though if you do not have targeted advertising, then it's not something that is making too much money for app developers. It also doesn't make too much sense for apps that have a very small user base. So I guess there's four if you're including advertising. <laughs> But I would like to know you guys and gals' thoughts. On the bottom left, there's a plus button. If you wanted to call in, feel free to leave a comment that way. You can also just write to me on Twitter at, at @RyanCortez. Hey, just wanted to say thanks for listening. I hope you guys and gals have a great weekend. I'm going to leave you with a song. It is I'm Alright by Kenny Loggins. <laughs>